A Philadelphia dentist today was sentenced to 22 years in prison and fined $100,000. This was just unbelievable. You got to understand the genius in Larry. Nobody was doing coke at this point. No one could believe that this highly educated, young, handsome man was this kingpin drug dealer. This is Wolves Among Us, the Larry Lavin story. A documentary podcast from C13 Originals, a Cadence 13 studio. Listen now on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Obesity has been a significant problem in the U.S. for some time, but a new Trust for America's Health report shows just how alarming the problem has become. We wanted to learn more about what was in this report, State of Obesity 2022, Better Policies for a Healthier America. So we spoke with Dara Lieberman, who is Director of Government Relations at Trust for America's Health. Trust for America's Health, by the way, a nonprofit, nonpartisan health policy advocacy organization. Can you define obesity? What makes someone obese? Like, you know, are there certain benchmarks? Well, our report uh, uses body mass index. So if a person is uh, above a certain weight for their height, but that's really just to take a look at things at the population level. It kind of simplifies things for public health researchers to be able to look at trends in in body weight over time. So talk to me a little bit about this report, The State of Obesity, what were you looking for? What did you find? Well, we've been doing a version of this report for the last couple of decades, and we found this year that 19 states recorded adult obesity rates above 35%, and a decade ago, zero states were at that level. So we're seeing uh, an increase among adults and children over time. What do you think drives this? Is it a lack of exercise? Is it poor diet? If Is it food insecurity where people can't worry about their choices. They've just got to try to eat and not getting the nutrition, all of the above. It really is all of the above. This is a multifactorial problem. It's been caused over the last couple of decades and the changes in way our, the ways our neighborhoods are built, the, the ways we eat, our access to healthy foods and how easy it is for people to access and cook healthy foods. So it's been, uh, it's been building over time. Do you have specifics for, say, Pennsylvania and New Jersey? Yeah, we found that in Pennsylvania, about a third of adults had obesity, um, and in New Jersey, about 28% of adults. And both of those states have seen an increase of about 5% in the last decade. So we talk about all the things that lead to it. What would you say is why is it so alarming at this point? Unfortunately, there is no one cause. There is no silver bullet solution, uh, and there's no one single cause. But we do think it's as Portion sizes have gotten bigger as access to processed and fast foods have gotten way more accessible in every community. At the same time, we haven't been investing in the kinds of streets, sidewalks, parks, physical activity in schools that we need to make communities more accessible, more healthy. And the same thing on the food side. It's way more fast food and with convenience foods rather than grocery stores and and just the time to cook that food as well. Give me some of the ripple effects of a population that has obesity issues like this, because it is much more than just how you're feeling in the day and stuff like that. What are some other things that this leads to? 
Well, we focus on obesity because it's a chronic condition that's also associated with a whole list of other chronic conditions like heart disease and diabetes, arthritis. It, it can lead to physical disabilities and that affects people's ability to go to work every day. We know this has a huge impact on healthcare costs. It's estimated around, I think, $170 billion a year in excess medical costs that are, that are tied to obesity. So we're focused really on how that's affecting the population as well as the economic impacts as well. So when we look to start to address this, I mean, I think it's easy to say, well, just eat better and get out there and walk more. But it, it's not that easy for a lot of people. And a lot of this stuff is kind of baked into the cake. Where do you start with how we start to address this to turn this ship around? That's why our report focuses on a lot of policy changes, the things that can impact an entire community, like making sure all children have healthy school meals, uh, making sure that neighborhoods have walkable and, and bikeable streets and paths and safe parks for kids to play. We also call for investing in programs that we know are proven to help reduce the risk for obesity. For example, CDC is only funded so 16 states can fight obesity statewide. Pennsylvania has one of those grants, but it's less than a million dollars for the entire state. So we're really not investing at a level that's proportional to the problem. Is the proportion worse for children or adults? Is it about the same percentage of the population for both age groups? No, overall, fewer children have overweight or obesity compared to adults. But we have seen the increases over the last two decades have been somewhat similar. So right around 40% for both children and adults in the increase in the rates of obesity over the past 20 years. Are there extra problems when obesity is factored in for children? Are you opening yourself up to more long-term problems? Well, we're seeing an increase in kids who have diabetes, which is really an unfortunate impact of this epidemic. But we also have seen with kids, there are associated health and mental health issues. There's stigma and bullying that can be associated with having overweight or obesity. So, you know, this is not intended to stigmatize or, or make anyone feel bad. It's, this is really trying to just give children a fair shot to be healthy. And we need the policies and structures in place so they can have that chance. How much of this is policy problem and how much of it is personal responsibility problem? Because I think a lot of people don't have the options and they're just trying to get through. But then I think there are a lot of people who do have the options and just choose to ignore, or just want to do what they enjoy. What's the balance here? Well, it's certainly not not so simple for everyone to just make those choices. There's physiological, genetic, psychological, cultural, and economic factors that influence both an individual's choices, but also a community. So if we if kids are growing up in a neighborhood that doesn't have grocery stores or doesn't have healthy foods in school or where they just can't play outside, we are not setting that kid up for success. So it's it's a little bit of both. Are there certain parts of the country that are worse off than others as a whole, or is this kind of a cross-section that in every state you're going to find problems? Yeah, there, there are higher rates across the country than there were a decade ago. You know, 20 years ago, no state had obesity above 25%, and now every state is above 25%. We do see some states that have higher rates, and certainly the causes are going to be different in a rural area than a city, uh, and the solutions will be different as well. But it's it's certainly a nationwide problem at this point. 
not having any states at 25% to now having as many as we do, like, it just seems incredibly alarming to me that that quickly it kind of turned around. Yeah. And, and, you know, that means it's not going to be that easy to, to turn this ship, but we do need to be able to flatten the curve. We've seen some slight decreases in a few states over the last couple of years. So there's there's some hope there, but we do need to make some pretty significant changes in, in the way that we're building our communities and, and giving kids access to good, healthy foods. And the policies, are these hard to implement? Is it just a matter of having the political will to to want to do them? I mean, it doesn't seem like it's a lot of pie in the sky stuff. It looks like a lot of meat and potatoes thing. Is it just a matter of pushing for the funding in the right places? Yeah, I mean, I think we're uh, appropriately ambitious in this report, but we also give policy options that are really feasible. You know, investing in in the chronic disease prevention programs that we have not even really implemented nationwide. You know, at the local levels, cities and states can put in complete streets policies, can you know implement healthy school meals for all kids. So there's a, a whole range of solutions, but they do need some some political will behind them. We're going to pay for this one way or another. We can pay for it by putting the right policies in place now to try to keep people healthy, or we're going to pay by a factor of 20 down the road with all these health issues that a vast majority of the population are going to deal with now. Yeah. I mean, in our country, we spend trillions of dollars on health care, and only about four to five percent of that is spent on public health and prevention programs. So let's try to up that a little bit and see what happens. That's, that's our solution. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 